0: My name is Dr. Megan Ranny, and I'm an and emergency physician. physician.
1: My is Luke and Messick. And my and I'm Michelle I'm Michelle Seth Miles. Truger. I'm an emergency physician at Northwest.
0: Listen, hospitals across the country are running out of PPE. We don't have the masks, the gowns, the gloves to take care of people in a way that protects them and protects us. Get Us PPE was founded specifically to help with this advocacy. Join our movement today by going to getusppe.org. Keep us safe so we can keep you healthy. You're tuned in to Good Girls Behaving Badly.
1: You talk about everything with your close friends, right? Well, so do we. Listen to us discuss everything from media and pop culture to relationships and dating. What do you want to chat about? Well, it's not going to work. Now that I know we're being recorded.
0: (laughs) Hey guys, this is Sydney. I'm Shanae. Y'all like that delay? Oh my god. How has your week
1: been? You didn't like it? No. See how we're starting this episode off. <clears throat> busy. Honestly, the next couple of weeks at work will be nonstop. I mm-hmm. have a big project deadline looming. So, um, busy. I don't think I'll feel relief till the first week of December. Mm-hmm. And then it'll probably tone down to the new year. But it's cool. I
0: make it do what it do.
1: Mm-hmm. Um. Yeah,
0: mine has been kind of busy too. Also, working on a big project for work, um, stuff with class, balancing it all—regular, regular, schmagerular.
1: Sydney's such a superstar, guys. How? <laughs> Can I tell you something? We got a debate because she says she don't be thinking she's like super smart. I've always felt like Sydney was like super
0: smart. I just know how to follow directions. That's all. I feel like intelligence is more than that. Right. That's why I just say, I just know how to follow directions. But I think, I just think
1: you're naturally a smart cookie. And, because I can follow instructions, math still be kicking my ass, dog. (laughs) So, I don't, you know, I'm just, I'm just going to put that (laughs) out there. Maybe
0: I remember the instructions. Whatever. I don't, I think she's a smart cookie.
1: All her degrees, she remind me of Wendy from Housewives of Potomac, but in a less (laughs) braggy way. Mm-hmm. All her degrees and classes and trains and certifications and all this stuff she'd be having in her bag. She's a smart cookie. Anyway, moving on. What's going on in the media? I don't know, y'all. I don't really be in the mix like that. I still think we're still in some election scuttlebutt. is
0: <laughs> still counting. Georgia's they the last
1: ones, are still counting. You know, uh, I think Trump but won Alaska. But even with Alaska, Georgia, it don't, um,
0: Biden still wins. It doesn't so. matter.
1: That's what I'm like, it's done. Yeah. Um, I will say one thing, he actually tweeted the other day that Joe Biden won. Of course it was... Who tweeted it? Um, The orange man. Oh. Uh-huh. But it was but he
0: won concede
1: he won't, right he okay. was like he won but it was weird. I'm like but okay. you're acknowledging he won so let's wrap pack it up and be done with it so you know you we still have that stuff kind of going on um, there was a uh, there was a MAGA million man march mm-hmm. ridiculous mm-hmm. I saw a few clips of the foolishness and all I want to say is. I, I, you know, I just wonder, where were the police at? Because I tell you, as they were running amok, I certainly didn't see tear gas and rubber bullets and all that stuff I saw for the other ones. Huh. Anyway, so it's just more of that. I'm going to just do a real good, a quick... Hey, y'all remember we still in the pandemic? A lot of states are rolling back, putting more restrictions in place, including Maryland. Restrictions are being put in place all over. Mm-hmm. Um, look, holiday season's coming up, they're expecting it to be pretty gnarly, it probably will be, please be careful and be safe, and I Mm -hmm. urge you, if your family is hellbent on getting together, be the person in the room that advocates for everyone to get tested, Mm -hmm. at minimum. Has
0: your phone been trying to get you to download this tracker app?
1: no but it i popped up on my phone but apple did release some update where it's like you can you know check in for covid mm-hmm. notification it popped up on my phone spread, twice this spread stuff like
0: that when i went to delaware it popped up because mm-hmm. you know each state got their own mm-hmm. thing i'm mm-hmm. like if y'all don't get up off my phone <laughs> like because it's like first of all i don't i don't need the anxiety i don't need you to tell me my grocery store like i just don't <laughs> right you don't need like, my that grocery much store information. hot spot. nope it's i like, don't need it. enough Put the chicken
1: down and walk (laughs) right out.
0: What? (laughs) I don't need to know
1: that level. That's true. Like Like, that could be. I'm just say be careful because like stuff is going. You know, rates are going up at alarming rates. Yeah, we're almost pretty much back to where we were at the peak of this. We definitely are. So this isn't like it's not at least in Maryland, right? We're not like in the summer where it's a little bit loosey goosey. We're back to how. It was like
0: March, April when it was like getting really nutty. The good thing about it is like even though the infection rate is crazy through the roof like it was back in April and May, um, the death rate has remained low. So people are recovering more often, which I think is great to see. Even since we don't still have it under control, I'm happy to see that people are more often recovering from it. I wonder if there's any
1: update on tracking, because I know sometimes people talked about it would need to take on a weaker strand. Things would have to. I wonder if anything, um, if anything has changed with the strand. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. Where it could be weaker. Where it could. Who knows? But I'm just saying this to be careful because I read an article about you know this thing of Jeremiah. He's in the hospital. Yeah, he's in ICU. On ICU, which for some people, a lot of people don't get out of that. Nope. So um, and he's a young a
0: young guy. And not. I don't i not, I'm any not pre-existing, sure if he pre-existing, not, pre-existing. Not that I read. You may have, he could had have some that he didn't even know about. Correct.
1: So it's just saying, look, y'all, be careful. It's the holiday season. If your family is, like I said, be the person who's going to say, you know what, y'all, let's get
0: tested. Do it right if you're going to do and, it. And we are at a point where they are not, um, restricting testing as much as they were in the beginning. Correct. So, so it's like you don't really have an excuse to not get tested. Get tested. tested. My, unless you're being lazy. Cur- well, I know people are probably going to do that too. Yeah.
1: You know, my family's opted not to all get together for Thanksgiving this mm-hmm. year. I did bring up testing. Mm-hmm. Some people was like, that's too much. So guess what? We're not getting together collectively. Right. And so I'll just be spending Thanksgiving with my parents. Mm-hmm. And so I just Me feel too, like... That's what
0: I do. Already. Well...
1: You know, I have my cousins, we all, mm-hmm. and my, you know, for Thanksgiving, typically my aunt will host brunch, and then my mother will host dinner, so mm-hmm. we're fat, and we eat all day. <laughs> um, And this year won't be that, so, yeah. and that sucks, because at least for me, my family, we get together, mm-hmm. we love the holidays. Next year, you want
0: to bring your man to dinner, it's okay. From your, you know... From my from your, lips to God's ears. Girl!
1: End. Hey. <laughs> I'm gonna say, I hope so. It's gonna be like,
0: I'm back!
1: <laughs> I hope so. And what a snack.
0: Like. I hope so, child.
1: I really do. Let's hope Sydney, you know, hey, let's do it. Anyway, just be careful. <laughs> but that's really all I got. Do you know, you, you hear anything? anything? Girl, I'm I just i too busy trying to learn
0: Python. Anybody want to do my homework, I'll pay you. I'll pass. Like, <laughs> like, I don't even know. You know, snake skin? Y'all talking about snakes? <laughs> I mean, there are some snakes involved and some loops and stuff. But. Snakes. <laughs> Y'all making shoes or huh? something? <laughs> we can make it. You can make a shoe. Okay. Make a shoe graph or something. What? <laughs>
1: yeah, I can't help her. So, so, I'm talking about smart cookie over here. I'm like, what? <laughs> You'll fail if I'm doing your homework. (laughs) Guaranteed. Failure. Mm -mm. Alright, guys. Moving forward. Bravo moment, baby. And I'm going to warn you right now. It's going to be a little lengthy because I'm talking about House of Potomac and I am so excited to be talking about Housewives of Salt Lake City, child. Mm -hmm. So I'm actually going to try to breeze through Potomac quickly. Mm -hmm. So the ladies are in Portugal. Monique is not attending um, for the obvious reasons. You know, she's on the house with the women. There's still some unresolved... What time... When was this film? Um, good question... For them to be in Portugal? (laughs) No, but you... But the... mm, I don't know. I'm have to go back because... They were they were doing filming before COVID right, right, hit, right. so I'm thinking near the end of the season okay. we'll see COVID more. Yeah. Um, this past weekend they did film the reunion, mm-hmm. they did film it in person. Okay. So I'm assuming as we continue on with the season, we'll start to we'll spin. start to
0: see yeah. some COVID because like um 90 days the other way. They about they just hit COVID, right? Last I need to week. catch up on that. <laughs> they um, just started their COVID episode, right?
1: So, I'm thinking we'll see it at the end. Mm-hmm. I also know that for House Bobs, a lot of the seasons were shortened mm-hmm. because of COVID before them trying to figure it out. Yeah. You know, like Atlanta's family, they have protocols now, but before they kind of had protocols, they just, they just kind down. of halted things. Yeah. So, it could be a shorter season, but I'm sure we'll see it in the end near yeah. the tail end of that season. Gotcha. Okay. So, I am going to look into that, because I even wonder, like, where, when were they... Uh, Like, like, is it February, and they, like, they they in bliss, and it's about to hit? (laughs) I will say, looking at their ensembles, it definitely looks like it probably was um, fall and winter, so it had Uh, to be last year sometime, because knowing, just going back to the winery incident, and that Mm. was a couple weeks ago in episodes, they were at a winery, but they all had, like, coats on and hats. So Mm. I'm thinking fall, winter they went and we know here it was murmured about, but it wasn't a lot of people weren't really aware and Mm -hmm. and things were normal. Yeah, Nothing was shut down yet. So they're in Portugal. Monique did not attend for obvious reasons. So this trip was kind of put out for Ashley. She was wanting to have a moment. She's been going through some postpartum, wanting Mm -hmm. to feel normalcy, so she, you know, organized this trip with the ladies. So, one thing I want to say about About the trip. Um, I always love when housewives go away. It's always fun to me. Mm. So a couple things I want to talk about. I'm going to talk about Wendy. Wendy. I wanted to like Wendy in the beginning of her moments on the season. I liked her. Now it's taking a turn. I think the issue with Wendy is she's new. And I think sometimes new girls can do one or two things. Either they kind of fit in really easily and more on observing and make a funny remark. Or they come in really hot. And I think sometimes they come in hot to make a moment mm-hmm. and to try to like put their stake, like bring me back another season. Mm-hmm. And I feel like Wendy has done that. And she's done it with Karen which is like the wrong person. Cause like Karen literally could care less and it's very clear mm-hmm. so we know a couple weeks you know this has been going on forever where wendy's so this degree talk this respect me and what i believe is giselle twisted some things and hyped wendy up and because wendy i don't know if she watched the show prior because if she did she would know not to listen all the way to giselle mm-hmm. but she got all hyped up and come at karen and like Is Karen was not talking maliciously about her or her degrees. Mm -hmm. She made it bigger than it is. And she keeps bringing it up when, like, no one cares. Like, Karen was like, I'm sorry, you know, if you felt that way, that wasn't intent. Like, it should be squashed, but she keeps bringing it up. And now as she keeps bringing it up, she brings it up in a very elitist way. So Mm -hmm. it's not just, I'm a black woman, I'm proud, but, like, I'm a black woman, I'm proud, and I'm better than you because I have. And it's like, well, now scratch that. Now you're not making your point because if you're going to now turn around... And be like, black women should be supporting women in education and then turn around and like, shame Karen because mm-hmm. she doesn't have any degrees. Right. Whatever point you was trying to make really ain't going to hit now. Yeah. So, Wendy, enough. We got it. Who cares? Um, You and your four degrees need to smarten up on the common sense and know when you being played because Giselle is playing you up with Karen mm-hmm. and you look crazy. And I really want them to explore this for the reunion and I'm sure they will. The one thing I love this whole season is Karen, I've said it. Karen has come at Giselle every witch way, and I've enjoyed it from her fashions to everything. And let me tell you something. Giselle, I ain't gonna talk about your fashions because I already said it, but this ponytail you have brought to Portugal, sweetie, <laughs> the the color don't match, mm-hmm. the blending is off, it ain't applied right, it looks like yarn. I don't know where you got it. You don't need it. Your hair is you, like she could have just wore her natural hair that ponytail sis leaving in Portugal. Like I hope that it wasn't in a suitcase coming home. That I I just it's distracting. So the one thing about Giselle is she's always in everybody's business and she's always giving her opinion. And Karen kind of flipped the script, and was like, Well, you know what, you back with Jamal. But like, we never see him. Mm-hmm. And she was like, You're the first person to ask about our husbands, what's going on here. Why why is he never around? Why is he not, you know, in your life? And a lot of women agreed, and surprisingly, even Robin, who a lot of people feel like will never say anything against Giselle. Mm -hmm. She even said, well, I understand. Because it's like, we share your life with each other. We're friends. And it's a place of you where you're happy Mm -hmm. and you're in love. She's like, why wouldn't you want to share that with us? And I think that threw Giselle off. Mm Because Robin typically is on her side. But Robin was kind of like, well, yeah, what Karen said. And so Giselle got very defensive. And I kind of feel like... To me, it pokes holes in their relationship. Because like all I really had to say is, was, well, I live here and he lives in Atlanta. So that's why you guys don't see him. Right. If there's a time where... And then she could even say, like at times when he's in town, I just want to be with him. So I'm not really interested in going out. We'd be kicking it. Right. Because we're in a long-distance relationship. Mm-hmm. To me, she could have said that and that would have dropped it then. Right. But, the, but she got so defensive about it where it made you feel like, what's going on over there? Because mm-hmm. like if I was her, I'd be like, well, he doesn't live here. Mm-hmm. and I don't know about y'all, but like, if I'm in a long distance relationship, right, and the times you get to see your man are far and few between, so when you do get to see him, are you pressed to go out with your girlfriends? Nah, right. you wouldn't be. It's like, you, i see y'all, I, I see y'all. Y- right, I'll see y'all when he go. I'm trying to be laid up. I'm, I don't, I don't see him like that, so I just kind of felt like, and a lot of people are saying that the relationship is like for storyline. They don't really see it. Mm-hmm. Who knows? But I'm Unless just saying. Unless it was
0: like some a big birthday party, and it's like, all right, we gotta go here this weekend. Correct. But I'm not pressed to like just go out with y'all to a lounge. Right. right, and
1: I think that's normal, <laughs> yeah. especially because you're in a long distance relationship. Yeah. So, um, I just love Karen because she just like boom, 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 I'll stick it to her. The one thing that is going to be interesting with tonight's episode, because y'all know we record on Sundays, is Monique counter... You know, putting that counterclaim to Candace. But what we find out in this episode is that she asked Ashley to write a statement against Candace, kind of trying to do a pattern of behavior of Mm -hmm. violence from Candace. Mm -hmm. And Ashley agreed. Mm -hmm. And it's going to come out, I think, in this episode that she did... I was surprised by Ashley's behavior because here's what I'm going to say. Mm. The reason I say this for a couple of reasons. One, you and Candace are supposedly trying to be on the mend. Right. So you getting involved in a situation that didn't involve you at all because mm-hmm. it wasn't. And Ashley wasn't even present when they fought. She was in a bathroom. So you didn't even see it. Mm-hmm. For you to take such a harsh side legally, mm-hmm. if I was Candace, I'm sure she will be offended. I'd be like, okay, well then... Clearly, you're in line with her. You're mm-hmm. not playing the middle position like you say you are, where you're like, I am want to be, I want to create a friendship with you. Mm-hmm. I acknowledge that Monique is wrong. Because to me, if you're supporting her in her countersuing, then you're not. You don't think she did anything wrong. In my mind, that's how I think it. Cause for mm-hmm. me, if I was Ash, I'd be like, Look, Monique, I love you. I want to support you, but I don't want to get involved legally between this thing between you and Candace. And I think you were wrong, and I don't think you need to be doing countersuing. Like if you want to countersue, that's your business. But I don't want to be involved. Mm-hmm. And I just, I'm just trying to figure out if I was Candace, I would be like, the efforts that have been made on my end to try to mend would stop. I wouldn't be your enemy, mm-hmm. but I'm not going to keep you running up after you, Ashley, trying to figure it out and fix it. Because right. clearly, if you still have issues with me, and that's part of the reason why you're helping her, mm-hmm. then whatever we were trying to do ain't really sticking. Right. And you need to be more honest, Ashley, about the fact that you're not over whatever happened between you transpired with Candace. And you right. being a little phony, pretending that y'all on the mend when clearly y'all yeah, not. I mean, right. So we'll see where that is. Yeah. Um, and then one other thing I am going to talk about is there was a night, their first night, um, she was checking in with her friend who was watching the baby and her husband wasn't home at the time he was supposed to be. And so she ended up calling and she was upset about it. And she was telling the ladies that it was about, you know, the baby. You know, he has a schedule. He should be home. And I'm glad Karen said it and I believe it. I don't believe it's about the baby. Mm-hmm. The last time you were out of town... And he had a supposed work meeting. He ended up cheating. He ended up being inappropriate. Mm-hmm. And I think she was trying to make it about Dean. But I think you were uncomfortable because the communication of him saying, you know, I'll be home early. I only have no meetings late while you're away. And him not being around. And then her not being able to reach him for a period of time. Mm-hmm. I just think it was more about his... Um, his indiscretion in the past. They're trying to move forward. It was like a trigger. But it was a trigger. And here's the thing. Understandably so. So yeah. I don't think she could have said, you know what, it did make me feel a little weird. Yeah. I don't think anyone would have been like... Right. That's normal. If y'all just trying to get past it and the first time you're away again, something's brewing where you're like, wait, where are you? You said you... Of course it would trigger that's emotion. That's yes. right? And So I'm like, I don't think that's even a big deal that... It triggered right. something in you where you were like kind of irritated with him or trying to figure out where you at, you mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? So that is Potomac. Moving on to Housewives of Salt Lake City, y'all. I know y'all heard my excitement for weeks, but when I tell you the first episode was so even much more than what I thought, I, I, I don't even know. <sighs> okay. So, I'm going to start off with the first thing that, like, came to mind as I watched this. I do not know that much about the Mormon religion. Mm -hmm. But what came very clear to me as I watched it is that they racist, hell, and anti-black. Okay? 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 I learned that
0: from Love After Lockup.
1: Well, uh, I know. (laughs) And that is one thing that I was like, oh, noted. (laughs) So, I'll break down the housewives, and honestly, let me pull them all up. Because I don't remember all of them. So sorry, y'all. I should be more prepared. But I will say for a premiere, episode one, probably the most nuttiest I've ever seen, mm-hmm. um, they bring it. <sighs> so we'll start one by one. We'll start with Jen. Jen is Hawaiian, um, married to a black man. She mm-hmm. was raised Mormon. And she said at one point she spoke to her husband. Her husband was Muslim. And she was like, why would you, you know, Convert to to be a Mormon. And I guess he was like, you realize they didn't even allow black people in to like a couple decades ago. Why would I want to be a part of that? And it made her go, why would I want to be a part of that? I have a black husband. I have black children. Mm -hmm. And that made her convert to being Muslim. Mm -hmm. The one thing about housewives, it's never heavy on religion. Religion clearly is a big part of Salt Lake City culture, and so... It ain't much
0: else to do out there. (laughs) Right, so it's
1: going to be weaved in the show. So I saw a couple twos, like, this is going to be a series? I'm like, yeah, Yeah. that's a part of where they are. Mm -hmm. So so she is very much so over the top, um, very... She gives me... A little bit of charade, NeNe energy, but Mm. a part of me feels like she's purposely trying to be that extra. Mm. So, um,
0: after the first- She's trying to be the front runner.
1: Yeah, and it's like, I think people naturally would like her, because she's funny, and she is over the top, but I think sometimes she winds it up, because Watch What Happens Live was a special episode after the first episode with all the ladies, and she was obnoxious, and I'm like, look girl- Mm. Based on the previews, he was already a fan favorite. Don't mm. don't mess it up. <laughs> don't be too much. Mm-hmm. So that's her shtick. Then we have Heather, who is a Mormon. She has a very long Mormon um, history. She married, I guess, one of the top Mormon families. They mm-hmm. ended up getting a divorce, which is not the norm or standard. Mm-hmm. She now owns a spa. Something that she said, that she was like, you know, I try to be a good Mormon, but she was like but I love hip-hop music, and black men, and gay people. Oh, my goodness. And so I was like, Oh! Um, um, excuse me? You could have kept that in the draft, sweetie. <laughs> and, you know, I just love all the things that make you not a good Mormon. And I was like, mm, oh mm, Okay. <laughs> mm Is right. <ranked. laughs> So, I was like, okay, okay. <laughs> so, then we have... Then we have... Um, who else is next? God, I do Where are their names at? What's their... I remember them two. Who else is next? I want to go through each woman. Um, Alright, so then I remember Mary. Mary's the black housewife. Mm-hmm. Who is married to her step-grandfather. Oh, I heard about Um. That. So, apparently... Grandma put it in the will, supposedly, that they were to be married to take care of him. I don't know. I did some research. The streets are saying mm-hmm. that, you know, Mary's grandmother died when she was 22. She married him when she was 22. So there was really not a gaffe in that. One person was saying that apparently Mary couldn't get her uh, stake in the money, the family money, unless she married him. Right. And then another story was saying that they was canoodling before grandma had passed. Mm-hmm. Either way, it's messy. <laughs> um, Mary is an interesting person. She's a little nutty. Mm-hmm.
0: I mean, to marry you.
1: Um... Yeah, but like to the point where I, I, I hate to be like, I felt like she was on something. She's probably not, but like, mm-hmm. she's nutty. She has a nutty personality. Um, She can't dress Another person where I'm like, they can have all the design in the world, it still don't be hitting. Mm -hmm. Um, So Jen gave Meredith, that's one I'll talk about next, a birthday party where it completely was not about Meredith, it was about Jen, so that Mm -hmm. was tacky. And uh, Mary showed up in his green frock, her hair was a mess, she had on white tights. You ever seen an adult woman with white tights on? Yeah. Outside of the nursing ministry at church? I was going to say the ushers. (laughs) Outside of of church? Because I've seen it too, but not like at a party. I was like, white tights, okay. (laughs) So, Mary and Jen have beef because Mary told Jen she smelled like a hospital one day. And so, I tell you a lot in this episode. So... And I know this could be confusing, but if you watch it, you know what I'm talking about. Mm-hmm. So, Jen at the time was in a hospital visiting her grandmother who was in was at a hospital. Mm-hmm. And so, I know what she's talking about. Hospitals do have a smell. Yeah. Jen got very offended over it. Mm-hmm. It was like, that's rude. Da, da, da. And she was just saying like... I wasn't necessarily talking negatively. It's like you just smell like hospital. And she said cuz of her own personal experiences where she was in the hospital for a long period of time mm. and it wasn't a good time for her. She's like it triggers that for her. Where it, and I was like technically that's true. That could be it. However, it went to a place where I was like okay, well now you rude. Cuz Jim was like you know I was in the hospital with my grandma, my, not grandma, her aunt. She was like her legs were getting um you amputated. know cut off, amputated. And in her confession, Mary was like, "What do you want me to say? I mean, your are was what 60, and she's getting you're her last cough? She probably don't eat right. She should eat better. Right she wouldn't be in that
0: situation. Oh my god! I was
1: like, Oh hell no! Mary is nasty. Yeah. that was rude what as hell. That
0: for whatever reason, she you was in the a hospital, hospital. Girl, yeah.
1: I was like, Oh, so not only is she kooky, she rude. Yeah. Like that wasn't even like considered fun shade. That was flat out rude. Right. So. <clears throat> So it's clear that they're going to have beef throughout the season. Mm-hmm. Meredith is um, Jewish. Mm-hmm. Oh, a Jew in Utah. She, right. She moved here with her husband. Um, they're from Chicago. They were in Chicago. Makes my sense. Um, so they moved here. But what's interesting, they moved here and she started a business here. And they primarily moved here because of a husband. But he's always in Chicago working, so it's like part of me is like, why did he, why did y'all move here? Right. Um, I don't really have too many comments on Meredith, she seems pretty like I don't have enough on her to have an opinion on her.
0: What, what, what What do they hold? Do they hold anything? They hold a snowflake. Ah, okay, they hold okay. a little snowflake. Okay,
1: <laughs> that's a good question because they always write.
0: <laughs> um, so. And then you have... I was like, maybe she's not going to hold on to her snowflake. <laughs> <laughs> but it, but also, it was only the first episode. <laughs> right, it's only the
1: first one. But it also seemed like there'll be... There's a storyline there in regards to her marriage. Mm-hmm. It seems like there'll be some some stuff there. Because, like, for example, this was her birthday, and a birthday parties we given to her, but her husband was away. And, like, mm-hmm. she's like, we're usually together. He wasn't here. Like, mm-hmm. so you can tell, like, there's something, There's something that will probably be spoken about. Mm-hmm. Next on the cast is Whitney, who also has a long Mormon lineage. Her family is big in the Mormon community. She got um, excommunicated out of the church because while she was married, she was having an affair with another married Mormon. Oh, lovely. And they were having an affair and they decided to be together. Um, and so we meet Whitney at a vow renewal 10 years ago. 10 years in so they've been married for 10 years and have a kid Mm and uh, she was talking about how it took almost 10 years for her family and friends to really like acknowledge them Mm -hmm. and obviously it's because how it started Mm -hmm. so we saw them at the ceremony at their home in a party and one moment the cousin came up to her and was like I just have to say I'm sorry because I just didn't think you guys were gonna last for 10 years but (laughs) you know, I'm sorry, this is beautiful. And I just kind of felt like, time and place, sis. Like, you could have left that, like, just be at the party. So, she is an ex-Mormon, so she knows religion, but she doesn't claim anymore. She doesn't claim any religion. Mm -hmm. Um, So, we'll see how her storyline goes. But look you know, it was a messy start, but ten years in they, they still married, they still love each other. So I don't, maybe it was meant to be they just know. went
0: about it the wrong way. Correct.
1: <laughs> like. So and then last but not least is Lisa. So she is also a Mormon. She considers herself Mormon two so, girl. I think
0: she's what?
1: that's what she said. Okay, she girl. seems like more of a you want to call her a mind Mormon, although that's not really allowed. Um, like for example, they don't really drink, but her husband owns liquor company. so like she's she do things a little
0: differently, and that that classifies a 2.0 to her,
1: I guess, to her mind, to
0: others, it might classify in the very opposite direction, but you know, that's what she
1: says. Okay. Um, she seems there's going to be some issues between Lisa and Heather because in one of the scenes on the show, um, Jim was asking Lisa like, Oh, I didn't know you know Heather. She told me I went to the same college, I know each other Mm -hmm. and Lisa pulled a Mariah Carey kinda like, I don't really know her and that really deeply offended Heather. Mm -hmm. And then at Meredith's party, that wasn't really Meredith's party, Lisa kinda gave Heather the ice like, shoulder, not really trying to speak with her like that. Mm -hmm. Clearly, there's something there. I don't know what that is. But I will say for Heather, girl, be more secure in who you are. If she want to play it that way, then play it that way. Do you know what I mean? Because if y'all weren't friends like that and they weren't, Mm -hmm. if she want to act like y'all know each other and you know y'all do, let her. I feel like you feed into it. Mm -hmm she's feeding into it in something where I would just shut it down. Like, you want to be cool, I'll be cool too. You want to act like you don't know me, cool. Mm-hmm. So I just feel like it sh- It kind of like shows maybe a little insecurity for Heather. Mm-hmm. Like, want to be validated by this random girl. Like, who is she to use?
0: Right.
1: I don't get it. Yeah. So that is the cast. I think this first episode was very interesting because you got to know their personal lives. There are women who appear to look like they have a lot of money. Mm-hmm. They definitely have nice homes, nice fashions. Like, so, Coming out the gate on the money in. Y'all got it. It's mm-hmm. clear. Come out the gate on some drama, episode one. Clear. It was there. Mm-hmm. And I think it'll be an interesting season. I was digging it. I know some people didn't really like it. I know some people don't really like... Like all the religion-based, but like that's a part
0: of their culture there. Right. That's a part of the culture. And I think so it's like a nice it is, little difference from like seeing the cities that always have a show. You know what I mean? I agree. I like that it's
1: different. Yeah. I mean, it still has the money part because that is part of the Housewives brand of like yeah. them having the luxury life. Right. But I kind of like that it's centered around something that I think
0: a lot of people not... You don't, don't see. You yeah. don't see or are knowledgeable about. Especially having people that are you know, not Mormon anymore. And right. They have of. all these
1: different variations of yeah. it. So I actually think it's an interesting kind of concept they got going. Yeah. I liked it. I thought it was fan freaking fantastic. I think these women are beyond. I am very curious to know more about Mary's story, obviously. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm wanting to see how the drama unfolds with some of the women where you can kind of see that there'll be some clash there. But what I don't like about Mary, because I, I can tell you right now, I'm not going to be a fan of her. She seems like one of those um, elitist blacks. Mm-hmm. Like there are clips where she's like, don't be a hood rat. I'm like, oh Mary, really? Like you're going to be one of them? <laughs> so she gives me those type of the, that type of energy. But once again, that comment she made about the girl's aunt I was like, "Oh, you you, that's ground to get knocked in the face. Right. Like that's too far." So yeah. we'll see how the season goes. But I am happy that I can slightly be up, be up to date with it because they come on Wednesday, mm-hmm. and we all know from Potomac. I'm always a week behind just because of when it comes on. So I'm excited for the fact that like, boom, I'm on a timeline with y'all. You feel me? Mm-hmm. So episode two will come out this week. I just like the flow of the show. I need all of Housewives to stop premiering on Sunday. <laughs> I need Monday through Friday so that mm-hmm. I can be up to date. Mm-hmm. I'm going to email Andy. Oh. It's like, honestly, y'all, I really want Andy's job. I got to figure out how I'm going to get his job, but I want his job. <laughs> and that's all I have for a bravo moment.
0: I know that was long, but I really had to talk about Salt Lake City. Mm. So we had a question of the week. It was, what was the first CD you ever bought? Um... Mocha Mama say Chris Barrett. Chris Brown's um first, well, I think that was his first CD, called Chris Brown.
1: I believe that was the first um, one.
0: And then Lori Starr said, what if you stole your first CD? I stole my dad's Body and Soul CD collection. I was 18 years old singing all the classics.
1: You know what's so funny? I laughed at that because like I remember, you remember Body and Soul commercials? My dad
0: still got all of them CDs.
1: And you would literally know all the songs by the snippets they
0: were playing the commercial because mm-hmm. you would see the commercial all the time. Yeah. That made me laugh hard thinking yeah. about that. Um, and then Derek said, think it was Ludacris, Ray Light District, or T.I. Urban Legend. Okay. What was yours? Um, I don't even
1: know. Mm-hmm. I could tell you my first, it was probably like Bow Wow. I mean, mm-hmm. I'm pretty sure the first thing I bought my own money was probably like on some Bow Wow. Mm-hmm. I think the first one I bought with my own money was um,
0: Kanye. I think, I tell you, my first unedited album was T.I. that I was I Well, was maybe that's what purchase. I'm remembering, because Kanye's Graduation was the first unedited CD I bought. I'm sure I had CDs before that, but I don't know if I purchased them myself. Right. Same, that's what I was trying Because it could have been, like, I asked for them for Christmas uh, or right, birthday Right, because I still,
1: they're at my mother's house. I love how I can still use her home for storage. I have a trunk. Which I need to get because the other day I was looking for a yearbook and I'm like, it's at my mother's house, (laughs) Um, and I have some CDs there that I just haven't got rid of, and it's like, old Christina Aguilera and Destiny's Child. Like, I'm thinking my mother bought those, like you know what I mean? Like, cause like we
0: didn't have jobs right (laughs) until high
1: school, so and if I got Christmas money, I could have maybe bought a CD or two. Yeah, but but at that age, when I was younger, I wasn't getting that much cash either. It was more like. Gifts, like yeah. what do you specifically want? Right, so I don't know. I'm gonna say it's probably like Bow Wow or something, mm. one of his later albums. Yeah, I was a Bow Wow fan, so to see him now, mm. <laughs> just to be like, Look, we don't, you know, you're a kid, you're eight, ten years old, singing, you know, Take Me Home, and, and you know, it's fine knowing seeing what I see as an adult, and for the record, I still don't know the man, mm-hmm. but. Mm. Is what I have to say. He
0: don't seem too
1: bad. I feel like his mindset on things is very. Oh yeah, he a
0: little childish.
1: Uh, he's problematic, childish.
0: Oh, see, I don't know the problematic stuff from. He be,
1: I just be like, mm, you know, <laughs> I'm gonna keep the 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 ten year old version of Bao in my mind. Gotcha. Which is probably what he don't like, by the way. But <laughs> right. I'm that one
0: is better. I like mm-hmm. that version better. That's why he wants y'all to call him Shod. I like that <laughs> Anyway, so today we're going to be discussing what does it mean for men to protect, profess, profess, and provide, and is that something we still require, and what ways, and all of those things. So do you still want to be protected by someone that, you know, you're in a relationship with? I guess my first question is, we mean protect what do you mean by that like physically well, like that's what i'm asking fight somebody for me that's what i'm asking i think when the phrase protect profess and provide initially came to be it was very much so physical mm-hmm. um but that's not how i, I mean, define yeah. protect
1: right so we talk about like physically well how do you define it i don't know i don't think i define it as physically protect i mean like in my mind i guess it's like you have my back mm-hmm. you I take it as more like support. Mm-hmm. Like, you'll step in when you need to. Like, you're just there. Because, mm-hmm. like, honestly, I don't think I've been with anyone who could physically do anything. I mean, I don't...
0: <laughs> what I'm, you saying? They can't fight?
1: I'm going to say I'm not sure. <laughs> I haven't seen it. And you don't believe it can be done? <laughs> <laughs> well, with one of them, no. I think, I think if' well, one of them... If it was me and him and a dude, Aww. you you're better off me taking. I really do think <laughs> that sounds terrible, but like, Woo. With one of them, I'm like, I'm better off fighting a dude. I one mean, of my
0: exes fought too much, but <laughs> who was fighting my most recent ex, <laughs> so I'm sure he would have me yeah. on that front. Yeah. I can <laughs> that. Hey guy. Oh my god! <laughs> but um. For me, it's very much so, like, protecting my emotions and my feelings. Mm. Um, And I think that's something that we need to provide for one another, protection of our hearts. Safe, providing a safe space. Yeah. Um, But at the same time, I do want some of those traditional protect. You still got to walk on the side of the street when we on the sidewalk. Okay, I feel you. um, And if you don't, I'm low key still kind of judging you in the back of my head. Because it's like, why didn't you have me switch? Like. You know something? So it's so, so like, it's I. am like,
1: now you know. So it's like, eh. it's so funny because I will say I've never, you know, y'all know I don't have a, a large dating history, but yeah. for the, the men that I have, have always done stuff like that, yeah. switch me, move yeah. Me. I still kind of like I, that. I do. I remember at one point, I was like, What, why do you always do this? And I'm like, No, I like that. I'm not gonna be like, Live is it
0: necessary? No, but it's but nice. it, it brings me comfort. It's like,
1: Oh, that's cute. How you trying to? yeah, like you move me. I, yeah, I, I got still you. Like, and
0: I like this from um, guys in general, not necessarily just guys that I'm dating, but I like when like if I'm leaving a bar and like my friends or whatever are still staying there. I enjoy when a guy is like, let me walk you to your car. I'm like, yes, walk me to my car. Because I am a lady and it is nighttime. So it's like, there are some physical parts of it that I do still appreciate when a guy walks me to my Correct. car, when he walks on the, the like, left side yeah, of the So it's like very concerned about your safety and yeah, well-being, yeah, I physically do still your safety physically and stuff like that. I physically want to be protected. But if we get jumped, of course I'm going to jump in with you. Like, I'm not going right? I'm not I'm not to watch you fight. I'm a Right, I'm not going to watch you fight. I'm going to come in, you know, whatever. But, um, uh. <laughs> but um, I do still like some of that. Um are we upholding patriarchy because we like that shit? Some would
1: say yes. Cause I always cause you know, I you know, I, I don't like the whole gender right um norms and roles, mm-hmm. but it's like some stuff I like. So mm-hmm. I'd be like,
0: Am I a hypocrite but kinda I don't know. What do you want from me? <laughs> I I some would say yes, but to me, I guess those are part of the, of chivalry that I still enjoy. I still be like honest. it too. I do too. Um, I still like when uh, he likes to puff up his chest a little bit if somebody else is trying to talk to me. Like, you know, I I kind of still like that. Don't go overboard. Like, won't need to be getting in tussles all the time. But I like, I like... <laughs> I will say, I don't need that part. You I, I, I kind of like chest. it when it's like, that's you got cool. um, I feel you.
1: I think a lot of women do. Like, I'm yeah. saying, like, I think... I think that's a part of, like... I think I like the acknowledgement of it. Be mm-hmm. honest about it. Like, yeah. there are ways where, like we keep it going too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But typically not in like extreme problematic ways.
0: Right, that's what I'm saying. Like, if a guy, if we're at a bar and you see a guy come try talking to me, I don't need you to go and try to like... Like fight him. Right, no, 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 no. But I like when I come back to the table and he's like, I seen that guy. Like I like that or you noticed. It was, or
1: like the guy was talking to you, and he come up be like, "Hey, babe, was you, oh, who's your
0: friend?" Like, <laughs> right?
1: Like that. Where right. It's like,
0: <laughs> <laughs> right. You know, you but it, there it is a limit of like you know, I'm not your property. You Correct. know, you don't own me. Correct. But I, I still, it's like a little dad. Don't. Don't don't. A don't. little dab do ya.
1: She said, "A little dab do
0: ya." It's like don't get crazy, right? Because there is a line of like some people, like if anybody try to approach their girl, they're ready to fight, and it's like, like that's hey. just not necessary, right. Like, that's a little bit too much. Because you also need to understand that, like, I am I know how to set a boundary. Correct. Like, I can handle myself. Right, exactly. Correct. And so there are just small little things of protecting the traditional version of protect mm. Um, that I, I do still appreciate. Again, they're not, like, a requirement. But, you know. It's nice. They it's give me a little nice. butterfly flutter inside.
1: <laughs> and at the end of the day, when ladies, when we're getting that butterfly feeling... You reap the benefits when we do, okay? <laughs> we just put it out there.
0: And I will joke about it sometimes too. Like it would have been nice if you walked me to my car, like you know, because it's like you know I do kind of like those things. Um, what about providing? What does that mean for you,
1: <sighs> girl? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> okay, so I think. Okay, so I think of this. I I approach this in a way because one, um, you know, and
0: I skip prov- profess, but I'll come back to that.
1: So when it comes to providing, I'll start with my little childhood moment of, for a good portion of my childhood, Mm -hmm. my mother provided me on her own. So Mm -hmm. I can't even say I have this, like, my dad, like, it wasn't like that. Right. And while I'm very grateful, and Sydney knows, like... My relationship with my father has come, like... A long way. Full circle. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Not going to detail, because y'all, it's a long story. But I tell you, I will be selling the rights to Hallmark one day. <laughs> because it's it's one of those <laughs> dramedy, romance movies. I it tell my is. mother all the time. It is. I am going to sell their story to <laughs> Lifetime or Hallmark. I believe it belongs on one of those stations. <laughs> I really do. But, you know, so I don't have that part of me where like, you know, some women
0: They're like, Well my dad
1: My dad did did it. This how so I didn't have that. So I grew up in a space where my mother was doing it and Mm -hmm. she and I think I get a lot of my independence of wanting to do things on my own because that's what I saw from her. Mm -hmm. So because of that, when I think of providing for me, it's like you know, bring something to the table, I'm bringing something to the table. Mm-hmm. For me, that's how I view it. I don't mm-hmm. need you to provide for me. Mm-hmm. Um, um, but I need you guys. You gotta have something. So what
0: is that something?
1: I mean, look, I've always desired <laughs> someone to have, to meet me where I'm at.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, look, I don't want to say that I make mad money because I don't. Mm-hmm. But I'll say that in dating, I find it, Difficult financially mm-hmm. to find someone where I'm at. Mm-hmm. They don't mean they don't exist, mm-hmm. but maybe the ones who where I'm at ain't checking for my ass. I don't know, what to tell you, I don't know. Like, do you know what I'm saying? Like, mm-hmm. I'm not gonna sit up and say like guys have no money, and I'm not gonna say that the, the men that I've dated have no money because that's not what it is either. Right. But when we're like comparing, there's some there's some gaps, right. So, for me, for a long as I've just, like, I want someone to, like, meet me where I'm at. Yeah. So, then it's, like, then it becomes, well, you know, I don't want to shoot myself in the foot when it comes to... Because you can be a quality partner, quality person, and not make as much money as me.
0: Right. But what I do need because your aspirations could just be different. Correct,
1: and depending on your field and stuff like that, mm-hmm. that's a big factor in money conversations that I don't think is brought up a lot. Because mm-hmm. it's like if you're choosing to be a teacher versus an engineer versus like there are limits mm-hmm. no matter what. Unfortunately, because there are, has, they, you know, but there really the powers that be controlled. <laughs> there really are, and yeah. so your trajectory with salary is different, and yeah. that doesn't mean you're unsuccessful. Mm-hmm. So we've grown up a bit. <laughs> now, I I want you to have a job. Mm-hmm. I want you to have some sort of career focus. I want you to have a plan for yourself. Mm-hmm. I think for me and I when I think of provide and when I think of protect is having a plan, being able to, you know, especially when we get into like the whole like submission and like like if you trying to lead, lead, brother, <laughs> Do but you, you need
0: for them to lead?
1: No, mm-hmm. I don't. But mm-hmm. if you want to have that type of energy, you got to yo I feel like your actions got to... Match up. Match up. Mm-hmm. And for me, I... As my, I don't have a problem being submissive in a relationship. I actually really am. You prefer. I am more submissive in relationships naturally. Yeah. yeah. And um, and I... Like, a while ago when Jenny Ma I was talking about her... Like, I understood what she said. I know a lot of people was giving her slack. But, like, I kind of get it because I think that at times... With mm-hmm. me and my career and just who I am naturally a a person who likes control mm-hmm. a person who likes order and I like things I like to control things me being a trusted space where I don't feel like I have to be in control is always a relief because look at least for me me and my perfection is like that's not something that's fun mm-hmm. it helps me in certain ways but me being a perfectionist isn't, like, a good time. Like, it's not the best quality to have. Mm -hmm. And so if I am with someone where I can trust them, where I don't feel like I need to be controlled or checking things or coming up after them, that is very much so attractive. But Mm -hmm. I don't have to have it that way. Mm -hmm. So if we're talking about ideal mate, if he feels like you want to lead, then lead, brother. And that means having, to me, that means having... A plan and being mm-hmm. consistent
0: with your action and you know having some focus mm-hmm. I think for me provide doesn't really have anything to do with finances at all like for me it's like provide support provide for me in the ways that like for my love languages that I have said I need that's what provide is more of for me um, does money matter to you in relationships
1: because I, I don't, don't think so you don't really care I'm not going to say you don't care but you don't I mean, have not, a job,
0: yeah. But money is unless a, you got a trust fund, then do Money you. isn't a, a factor. No, it's really not. Um Do you provide me with flowers? They can be from Food Line. Like I don't What if you don't got that? That's fine. I mean, you can buy a flower for a dollar from the man walk around in Fell's Point, like But
1: but what if you're not in Fell's Point?
0: I wanna know your limit because like at
1: the end of the day, I don't care what Sydney says. She's mm-hmm. not interested in dating someone who ain't got nothing, ain't doing nothing. So I'm saying he don't have to have a certain amount, Mm-mm. but like you need, do you need at minimum to have financial savviness? Like, cause like maybe he don't make a lot, but he knows how to use it. You don't care about his financial savviness either. Mm. Is money. I just feel like money just isn't a concern for you. You figure like y'all
0: will figure it out. I feel like that's the case. Cause it's like, with financial savviness, if we are going to be married, I'll just take care of our finances. You have your own little bank account to spend away if you need to. But um, I'll take care of our finances and make sure that we're good. And so, <clears throat> cool. And so if the, ma- if
1: the guy is making a certain amount and has no desire or plan to make any more, would that ever make you... No. If he's comfortable with his salary, no. I don't think that would bother me. But what if it don't match with the lifestyle you want to live? I don't think it would bother me, girl.
0: <laughs> Cause like, I if, if they're happy,
1: Sydney is such a then
0: she's a jerk. I'm ha- like if that if they're happy, I, you know, then some, that's I fine. I gotta be honest
1: with you. Sometimes I don't get why you single. I gotta be honest with you, and I'll tell you why. She's so just like, <laughs> she's just like so accepting and nice. Y'all. I mean, but that hasn't always worked out for the best of, for me. No. <laughs> too <Touché. laughs> I meant like, with the right person, it would work. Right,
0: right. It would work. Right. But yeah, yeah. Because like, if they are literally completely satisfied with their career and with how much they make, and they like, I'm chilling here, then no. Like, do you feel? Because i we never going. Now I'm going on. Especially because I do too much. So I kind, I'm, I'm fine with somebody not doing as much as me. But going, I'm going off topic a little bit. But we talk about lifestyle
1: mm-hmm. and how you want to to I'm live cheap. your life. Like I
0: don't, <laughs> no, 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 no. Here's, but <laughs> that's why I don't like. What she mean by lifestyle?
1: But I'm cheap. but okay. <laughs> like I can't even get my words out. When I talk about your life and how you want to live, even things we have talked about of mm-hmm. wanting to have. Um, be able to travel and want to have a nice home and want to feel comfortable. Mm -hmm. So like outside of the realm of cheap, I'm saying your standard of how you want to live. Mm -hmm. If that didn't match with a partner, Mm -hmm. you know what I mean? Like if he's satisfied with living in a shack, you, you don't, you don't live in a shack now. You're not looking to live in a shack. Right. Wouldn't that be a place of,
0: he would, I mean, if he's happy living in a shack, I'm sure he would be also happy living in a mansion.
1: You know what I mean? So, for you, you feel like if he's on a lower, not lower, well,
0: if, if he, he's a more
1: simplistic if, person, right. if he can easily maneuver into a, a, a bigger space or more yeah. luxury. I mean, who
0: don't want more space? <laughs> some, some people don't. Some yeah. people
1: are sticking with to live I don't think I could
0: that- um, be with someone that's, like, very dead set on us living in a trailer. Like, no. <laughs> <laughs> like, if that's, like, the extreme, like, nah. No. We not doing that. We well, can we have an RV to vacation then. You said RV. <laughs> like,
1: I'll meet you there, buddy. But we are not in the middle. living
0: in a trailer. I guess
1: sometimes I be wondering with Sydney, like, what is conflict for you in relationships? Because you always seem so agreeable. I always
0: have conflict. And, okay.
1: But, like, from my perspective... You always seem so agreeable and so like, that's cool, be yourself, I love you, this works for me. He doesn't have to give me a Birkin bag, I like flowers from Food Line. like you're just so fucking easy, not in a bad way, you right, know what I but mean no, when I but say the, that, and I, I just think, be like,
0: where does conflict come from you? I am agreeable, but I still want a flower, so that's why I'm just like, a flower, you can get for a dollar, but but so the the standard is a flower that's what I'm saying So but like, it's, but it's the, so simple it, it's so but I've always said that I'm simple to please but people don't be able to seem to match it correct that's the problem I, 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 I even I, though I'm saying that food line flowers is fine for me people don't
1: Get you able, the
0: blue line and so that's where the conflict comes in, because I am very simple to please fellas and people. If I was a fella, I would not wipe, be able to do it. I would wife her up immediately. Like with my ex, I think he bought me flowers after we broke up. He left them on my car, and it was like I'm not even going to put these in water, because at that point it was like it's, it's not you're not doing it out of correct what I wanted them for. Correct. But yeah, I I am very simple, like to please but it just seems like people aren't able to do that and that shit. baffles me and so that's where the conflict comes in cuz it's like I'm basic like yeah <laughs> like, and not in way and so the way. fact that you can't meet but my like, basic is requirement so, like she is so
1: to me if I was a dude I'd wife her up instantly mm-hmm. and the reason I say this is because she is someone who doesn't require a lot of materialistic things. Don't get me right. wrong. You still need to I want the, emotional, codes, I want the right. time. Right. Let me be very clear. <laughs> she, you still gotta. Don't think we going to the movie. Right. And <laughs> like... I be very clear that when I say like she's easy, that doesn't mean you could just do whatever. Cause right. that's, not what <laughs> <sharing calendars>,
0: like. <laughs> that's not what I'm saying. I'ma be under you. Be sharing calendars.
1: That's not what I'm saying. I'm saying that to me, she's a woman who. One is very giving, mm-hmm. very a loving, kind person who I think is already a plus. Mm-hmm. And then she's someone who doesn't, you know, she wants your time and energy, but she's not, um, someone who requires so much where sometimes it can intimidate men or turns men off. You, know, you see what I'm saying? But, like that. And
0: that's, but somehow, niggas still be fucking up. Right. And so that's another way to provide is take something off my plate. Like, since I don't require much, just take something off my plate. Like, there have been men that would be like, oh, I would pay to get your nails done every two or three weeks however often I was getting them done at the time but then they didn't do it so don't say you're going to take something off my plate that I'm already doing for myself and then, and then don't right. do it because so, then that's where the conflict arises because that's something simple correct. I didn't even ask for it Correct. you offered correct. and then didn't do it and so that's where it's, that's where the conflict arises because I don't require much so then when you don't even do what you said you was going to do then that's the issue
1: I just totally would wife you if I was a dude and guys, I'm serious, y'all. Y'all be missing out. I would have totally wifed her and maybe knocked her up by now. Oh my Jesus! Um, um, because you know something. Also, y'all, this is you know think what you want. I personally feel like Sydney's probably really good in bed. I get oh, I really? get good bed energy from her. Um, obviously, I don't know. <laughs> Haven't seen her in action. Good bed um, energy is funny. I just get some really good, good, bad energy from her. So I just kind of feel like, get her some flowers, mm-hmm. you know, quality time, take her out on days. It just seems so, like, just do it. You mm-hmm. would get you would get it back at tenfold just because of the natural, the person that Sydney is. Mm-hmm. Like, y'all crazy. I would have been...
0: She'd be knocked up right now. But you know what's funny? Um... Cause I haven't always been the best at receiving. Things. No, you have like not. When people try to give me money, or you would. Cause you whatever. crazy girl. And take since it. I was little, people have been like, "Oh, you gonna have to get over that once you start dating." Have I gotten over it a little bit? Yeah. So what was that when you would be? You would. I think I'm just so much of a giving person that I don't think to take. Like, a- I don't. I don't even at some points like receiving. Why? It's weird because it's like. Especially so, like for example, because um, I we got cars relatively early, you know, when we got licensed We and were stuff.
1: we were definitely guys. If you want to know, we were a a less we were a middle class Laguna Beach. <laughs> if you want to know about high school, not as much boy drama, but definitely like the way we operated. Right, we were middle. We weren't as ghetto as Ball Hills.
0: That's why I say I won't call us Baldwin and Hills. But we were in the middle between Ball Hills and Laguna Beach. And so, like, for one of the examples, would be like, I gave people rides to school and to work every day um, because I had the car or whatever. Um, but it would never be like me going somewhere that I was not already going. We, mm-hmm. was, we worked together, we went to school together. I was just taking you with me. And people would try to give me gas money. And to me, that didn't make sense because it's like, I got to go anyways. Like, I'm not using extra gas, so why are you giving me gas money? And so I would try to reject it because it just didn't make sense to me. And also, it's like, I you asked me to do something, I'm doing it for you because so, that's the giving side of me. So why are you feeling like you have to pay me back? You know what I mean? Um, now, there was one person that used to ask for a ride home from the bus, and we wasn't friends. I would take money from her because we're not even cool. Like, I'm not doing you... like. I'm not doing for you as I would do for a friend cuz we not cool. Yeah. You know what I mean? So, I think that it that's part of what it was is like don't I don't want anyone to feel like I'm doing I'm giving because I would desire to receive, you know? Mm-hmm. And I think that's always what it was is that it felt like people always gave in response to me giving. I would rather you just give to give. And so when someone gives in response to me giving, it's like, mm, I don't want it because it just seems too transactional.
1: But what if for them is, I, I mean, I get what you're saying, but mm-hmm. I'm like, I guess I just don't look at it that black and white.
0: Yeah. No, I yeah, I get so it. I, I, I get what you're saying. Mm-hmm. I get your perspective. So what does it mean for you to profess? Like for, for your partner or whoever to profess? Like, what does that mean to you? What would you require? I don't know. You don't know? Like, so, do you want them to post you on social media? Or, like, because, you know, profess has changed what Over it means the right. for us. Like, do you want them to bring you around their family? Like, what what well, is professing the look, their no love for I don't me? think do anyone... public displays of affection? Well, <laughs> like, Okay. <laughs> but
1: literally, like, what... <laughs> I don't think anyone wants to feel, like, a secret <laughs> if they're with
0: someone. Right. So,
1: obviously, if I'm with someone... That I would see their world, mm-hmm. i.e. their family, their friends, etc. Because they would see mine. Right. You know what I mean? So, mm-hmm. yeah, I, ain't, I don't want to be a secret. Mm-hmm. Social media thing. So, definitely when I was younger, like college, I would be more like...
0: Why are you not posting me? <laughs> well, more about... <sighs> Why are you posting them? <laughs> <laughs> i was saying I'm going to go down that road. But honestly,
1: in more to college it's just like, who the Woo! hell is this? Another one? Who the hell is that? Like, what the fuck? It was more... It wasn't necessarily about me. It was like, I know you Stop gonna... posting them other homes. I mean, the fuck? <laughs> Neck-nuzzle my ass. I don't get triggered, y'all. But anyway... <laughs> so, anyway... I'm not a huge stickler on, like, the social media. This is what uh. i say. I want real life to know that I'm in your life. Because right. social media is like this other land. Do you know mm-hmm. what I mean? Mm-hmm. One, I don't want a guy who even considers social media another land. So let's mm-hmm. start there. <laughs> be, How they act different Be normal. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but in real life, yes, I want people to know because mm-hmm. if we're in a relationship, especially a long-term relationship, I feel like that's a part of it. Mm-hmm. Sharing your life with each other. Mm-hmm. Um. Not I don't need all the social media crap, mm-hmm. but but I think when I was younger, I definitely wanted But I blame my age.
0: Now I'm not. I don't need you to post me. So you, if you're with someone for like two years and they never posted you, that wouldn't
1: Cause I be post- weird for I you? Because I ain't posting them. Okay. So I definitely feel like for me at this point with social media, I think if I'm dating someone, it probably would be a while before I would mm-hmm. consider posting them. Because I just want to be super solid before I'm like... <laughs> putting you out there. Mm -hmm. Do you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Um, I think, I understand how it would, slightly, because like, if you're dating someone who's very active on social media, Mm -hmm. and you're never on nothing, I definitely feel like, that would, it would make you go, well what,
0: okay, you know what I'm saying? Like, I understand. And they always, they could always be posting friends. And they're always posting friends, or they're always on social media. And they just happen to never post you. I definitely think
1: that, would make any person be like, huh. But I also like, I'm on social media, you know, I love a good meme, and I love a good whatever on mm-hmm. stories, but I'm not that active. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm not, on. F- I post on Facebook sometimes, you know, I do, I love a story now, I do mm-hmm. be on Instagram stories, but like, I don't, I'm not as active as I used to be. I don't even mm-hmm. have a Twitter anymore, I don't use my Snapchat, mm-hmm. and I really only use the Twitter when I'm on Good Girls Hate and Badly, and I'm talking about Housewives. Um, so, I guess, I also don't really want to date anyone who's, like, super active on social media anyway. Mm. I know you can't control that, but I actually like... When people don't have any? No, have some, because you're weird if you don't. I ain't gonna <laughs> lie to you. In 2020, if I have met a dude who's like, I don't have nothing, I'm like, you're a serial killer. <laughs> and I need you to have some sort of digital footprint mm-hmm. somewhere. Mm-hmm. But I like, like, I don't mind a low-key social media dude. Like, I'll say, you know... Uh, like my distant lover. He mm-hmm. on social media, but he ain't on it like that.
0: Mm-hmm. I like that. Okay. okay. Personally. Okay. I think yeah. For me, as far as like social media, if they are like posting all the time, and you know, once twice a year, slide me yeah. up in there. P- put my yeah. hand in. Don't
1: cry, <laughs> don't crop me out when I'm reaching for a mozzarella stick. Right.
0: You right. Know what I'm saying. Um, especially for me, since for like I'm really big on spending time together. Um, and so it's like, I'm always there. <laughs>
1: and you are always online. Then my big head better be in something. <laughs> right.
0: Right. But it's natural.
1: And that's what I'm saying. Yeah. Like if you're with someone who's on it a lot mm-hmm. and it was so when it would be weird. it's like, what's up? Not right. in a, right. Not even like you need to demand any, but if this is such a part of your life where you like to document mm-hmm. stuff and you're surrounding what you're doing and who you're with, mm-hmm. it's natural that you would, you would be included in that, right? Yeah,
0: um, I think another part of professing that I enjoy is like when you with your man out in public and they see somebody they know and they introduce you as their girl. I enjoy that part. You
1: know, have you ever been with a dude where he didn't? Yes, and I'm and like, you'd be like huh, yeah, girl, <laughs> yeah. i definitely where you're like, oh. <laughs> I'm, <laughs> I'm, his
0: f- oh, friend, yeah, I'm his friend. I'm his friend. I'm his friend. <laughs> I enjoy that part of professing as well. Again, I'm not over the top, like, um, I'm not about to bang you upside the head for not doing it, but I enjoy it, you know, when it's somebody new that I ain't never seen before. You know, I enjoy you being like, Oh, this my girl or my fiance, or especially my wife. Like, I mean, <laughs> come well, on, better, right? <laughs> At that point. So, um, yeah, I, I enjoy that part of professing um yeah, I think those are like the m- main two. I like public displays, not over the top. <sighs> I'm I not talking like... about public displays of I'm not talking about PDF, oh. I'm talking about public displays of like you getting me balloons that say I love you or you know somebody writing in the sky.
1: Oh, stuff me. like that. Yes,
0: like public displays. I was like, what
1: are you talking about? <laughs> you, you know, PDA. I'm... okay, but public displays. I don't even feel like I've had a. a have you experienced a public display I of like... like someone like showing their love? I don't think so. No. I don't feel like. But I've I would had... be very
0: much open to it. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> like... Shout to the world, baby. <laughs> right, okay. right, right. Tell everybody. <laughs> right, I. Will you be... love me. <laughs> I will be open to it. On the topic of PDA, I don't think I'm a person that necessarily loves PDA. I just happen to end up in it. Okay. <laughs> it just be happening. As a person who's been... Pretty... I don't know if I always initiate it. I'll be thinking I'll be initiating it. Okay. How about this? The about... liquor be initiating Okay, I would say this. I would say this.
1: When Sydney is sober, PDA is to me... Pretty normal, normal mm-hmm. level. Mm-hmm.
0: Nothing too crazy. Mm-hmm. Oh, she got a liquor system. I still don't think I'm usually the initiator. <laughs> you think about just the last two people? Before that, though.
1: No, even 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 when you was with Dancing McGee, I just felt
0: like <laughs> I don't even remember us doing a lot in public except him dancing. <laughs> <laughs> I <laughs> I don't. I, I genuinely don't remember us being like um, all on each other <coughs> in public. I don't know why that made me laugh. But I think you do like
1: PDA, and I feel like you
0: like I feel like you
1: do. And once again, I don't think it's over the top, but I mm-hmm. think you do. I'm
0: definitely, um... I think I'm you, kissing in the line at Six Flags. Hate it. You're <laughs> like you dad. That's
1: what I'm saying. Like, you like... Like, you PDA. That's what I'm saying. Like, I don't think... The only time I think it's over the top is when you're drinking. But I, I already know how that goes. So, like, I don't... Do your thing, girl. Like, I, I know... I know what it is when she even had a little lick. on I
0: at those times.
1: I have seen you... Uh, uh, I have seen you <laughs> start it. And I've seen you finish it. Is that fair? <laughs> I've seen both. Can I say I've seen both? I've seen both, Bye. and that's okay. Fine. <laughs> so, look, when you drinking, you drinking. Like, <laughs> Beyonce say about it. Like, you know, when I'm drunk, hey, I don't tell someone to get off me as much as I usually do. Mm-hmm. I'm not a big public PDA person, so mm. t- a lot of times. And when I have done it, it's because my partner has liked it or who I'm dating is liking it. Mm-hmm. I can go without it. Mm-hmm. But, like, I'm fine with it. I don't make a stink about it. Mm-hmm. I won't be the girl kissing in the Six plus line because it's like, excuse me, pay attention. Mm-hmm. The line is moving. <laughs> <laughs> I just won't be I'll back be paying now. attention. Whatever. <laughs> I'll just be sitting there, like, man, it's all hot, you know? It's hot. I'll be telling my dude, it's hot. Well, Miss so, I've never actually kissing.
0: done the kissing line at Six Flags thing. Never been to an amusement park with a partner. But, but I've done it at, like, Haunted House lines. Which, it'd be cold.
1: We're in a Haunted House. <laughs> it's creepy, it's scary, get off We know Who knows the, the
0: line to get into no, the No, I'm
1: still, like, I'm... Look, when I'm in line, I'm typically mentally getting myself together. Like, get off me. I'm already jumpy, dumpy. <laughs> well, that's man. why I need that comfort. No, no. Not for me. But... In private, I'm totally mm-hmm. PDA. I just like it in private. I mean it's not PDA. Right. <laughs> I like PDA in private. Private displays of that. Oh my god. But um like grand gestures, professing your love. Yes. I don't really I don't feel like I've ever experienced
0: that. Mm-hmm. Um I'd love to. Mm-hmm. If you listen, so you wouldn't be against it. No, yeah. not at all. But is it a is it a requirement?
1: I mean, since I've never experienced it, I can't necessarily say it's a requirement. It's
0: a requirement for me. I need that. Like you, need you a know, balloon. once or twice. You no, know, in life.
1: Okay, no, like <laughs> like, when you're dating or like,
0: you know, a little some shebang. You know, can you flash can you... dance? <laughs> <gasps>
1: We'll see. Okay, y'all. When I, I'm gonna take back what I said about <laughs> ten minutes ago. She want a uh, pop up dance and airplanes. She's not that easy. <laughs> so,
0: I'm a romantic at the end of the day. You surprise me
1: wrong. with an air balloon, like okay, I'll be elated. Okay, going back to the money thing, you gotta have a little bit of a coin if you <laughs> drop in an air, balloon. air balloon. I'm going back. So save your coins, you bro. A,
0: you can get an air balloon on Groupon. Okay. You can. Okay. Okay.
1: All I was just saying was it might not
0: be the cutest one, but and then
1: what's the point if it don't look cute? You'd be like, mm, I don't know
0: if I feel safe.
1: <laughs> so you know what, y'all? Even though Sydney may be cheap, I am. Some of but the ways she went dinner Emma, on a
0: helicopter ride. It's going <laughs> uh, down. I you
1: she just mentioned a helicopter ride. Get your money in order, okay? I take back everything I said. I knew there was a reason why we're friends. There's oh more. My god. We got more in common than I thought. Get your money up. No,
0: just. Friend. You can also get the helicopter group on Groupon. That's where I saw it. So, because I thought about getting it for somebody for their birthday before. Oh my god! I did. I know. I. I'm not, I. At least she's trying to help you
1: <laughs> save money while you profess your love for her. I mean, look, I'm all for the deal. If you could do the do so, do, do with a deal, if you sure. got coupons, yeah, why not? I'm for that as well. Yeah. I don't. I ain't, mm-hmm. I ain't too good for a coupon no, or no. deal. I am also a Groupon lover, so I ain't too good. Mm-hmm. I'm not myself. <laughs> so never mind, y'all. She's not that easy. She want helicopter rides and shit. So never mind.
0: But I think there are cheap ways to do nice brand gestures. You don't even gotta pay them flash dancers, right? Oh my God. So now she
1: she want you to take advantage of people learning an eight count routine for her and not pay them. That ain't right. That ain't right. That ain't right at all. Oh, that was funny. I mean, balloons is cheap. So, but you know what? But there's nothing wrong with saying you would like stuff like yeah, that. I and know. I think there's buy you know, me a dog. Mm. Well, once again, y'all, she she's she putting that list out. <laughs> Maybe you need to save a little bit, just a little bit. Spread out the gestures so you can
0: afford it. A- well, yeah, I say one or two in lifetime. Like, I don't, that's not, because the, the grand gesture, I think it gets diminished if you always doing a grand gesture. Well, I yeah. don't think so, but. <laughs> so it's like every once in a while thing, you know. Surprised me, get a little teardrop.
1: I'll never I'll never stop a
0: grand gesture. So mm-hmm. if you
1: got it and want to be popping up on me, do it. <laughs> so I ain't going to stop you. But I do think, you know, look, who doesn't like a, a nice gesture? Who doesn't mm-hmm. like a special moment? Things mm-hmm. like that. Yeah, propose to me with some
0: fireworks.
1: Whatever you do, <laughs> don't have nobody around when you do it. Okay? Oh, you talking about when you propose. Whoever's proposing to Sydney... Do it in private, I bet you do it you. in
0: private and then have head. some sort of
1: surprise engagement party yes, for her later. Exactly. Let me tell you something who's ever, whoever, look, talk to Shanae <laughs> so I can. If you're not sure, because hopefully you know, like y'all've had conversations, you get a feeling. But if there's anything you're not sure about, that is what a best friend is for. I want to make sure you don't ruin the do moment. Do you know
0: your ring size? I do. Um. Do you know my ring size? No, I don't even know my own ring size.
1: Do you know? I'm gonna say you don't know yours. No. Well, you're gonna have to tell me if I'm gonna be helpful. If well, that I just. Mm, I, what,
0: what you do don't you have
1: mean? a um. I mean, but how would he know your ring size? In theory, how would? Well, you that's why I wonder.
0: I'm like, how do you, like do
1: most people know their ring size? That's why I wonder. I know my ring size. Mm-hmm. I've heard people like a
0: guy will like take a ring. Mm-hmm. Like, if she, well, you don't really wear rings like that. I got so, them, but I don't really wear them no more. So I don't even if, know if they fit. Well, that's why I kind of stopped because I got fatter and they stopped fitting. Okay. Well, they should probably fit now. If <laughs> lost some the weight, they
1: should fit again. But I know that, like, um, they'll take a ring mm-hmm. and take that to the store when they purchase it. Mm-hmm. It's just they take, like, one of her, like, costume ring that she wouldn't even notice was gone. Right. And they'll take that and do mm-hmm. it sometimes. I know people will ask the friend, and sometimes right. like they've if a couple has discussed it, where they would get married one day, they've discussed her ring size, um, and it's still a moment. Because mm-hmm. my whole thing is this: for me, knowing who I am, it shouldn't be. I don't. We would have we would have discussed us getting married and wanting to get married, and that. Knowing when you're gonna do it, obviously I wouldn't know, mm-hmm. but we would have discussed certain things. Cause I had like
0: three guys that proposed to their women and didn't know their ring size. They kind of just guessed it and then got it resized later. For me,
1: because of the gal I am, if you knew my ring size and it fit, mm-hmm. even, that's like even better. Even proposal. more of the bust down you're gonna get later. <laughs> I'm be
0: completely honest with you. When you put in that type of effort, where's my ring mm-hmm. size? I just didn't know if most people like already knew their ring size. So. But also I wear rings.
1: So mm-hmm. that's part of the reason why I know my ring size. Because mm-hmm. mm-hmm. I like to wear rings.
0: So mm-hmm. and I have fat fingers, so mm-hmm. Well that's always what worries me too, is like what if I gain on my weight back? <laughs> you would have to get it resized. <laughs>
1: But I know for some room who have lost weight, they had to get it resized because mm-hmm. it's too loose.
0: Or like, even like I know people when they, they put, were pregnant, they just put it on a necklace, right? They couldn't. Cause that's wear a temporary, it. right? Weight so game. I mean, you hope it's temporary.
1: You fix it. People yeah. have their way to get around it. Mm-hmm. So, um,
0: but definitely, if you're proposing, she wants something private just between you and her. Do you have a preference for how you get to propose to? Like public, private, birthday, holiday.
1: Um, I don't want it on my birthday Mm because that's its own national holiday. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Do not do it on my birthday. Christmas. I know some people are opposed to like holiday proposals. Mm -hmm. I don't feel that way if
0: it's done correctly. Mm -hmm. Um, I think the only holiday I wouldn't be against is like New Year's because I can get fireworks. That's, I think New Year's proposals are always to me very cute. Yeah, yeah, that's the only holiday. Um, The other ones just seem corny. Like, but New Year's don't. No, I I really think it's the fireworks. Okay. They seem romantic to me, okay. but like not Fourth of July fireworks. Because okay. <laughs> we don't weird. celebrate that, right? So like it's weird. So like maybe can you do it on Juneteenth? I think that's weird. To me. <laughs> like, can you do it on Juneteenth? Though that's weird. Mm-mm. Okay, not on that's Juneteenth. weird to me. Like we had a cookout and you proposing to me. <laughs> like, maybe it's
1: not at the cookout. Maybe it's. Maybe it's a private moment, and then it goes into your Juneteenth engagement cookout. We don't like that nah. either.
0: Because, well, you know me, my Juneteenth is like cookout backyard cookout. I don't know if it'll cookout? ever. Okay. <laughs> so like, Sydney's I want to. just you know. <laughs> I want to be dressed up. Okay, like, so you have heels, more condition makeup. I want to look cute. So you want to feel like maybe
1: you, you thought y'all going on a date night or yes, something. Yes, yes. And it turns don't wanna into be this. I do looking like I'm going to a dad going
0: cookout. Like, what?
1: Oh, oh. All right. <laughs> so, fellas, it needs to be, y'all, she thinks y'all going to a nice, fancy date night, y'all doing something, and then it it's this moment where right. it's in a room, at at home, wherever it is. Right. This nice, intimate moment where yeah. you propose. And then you go off to think you're going to a celebratory dinner, but it's really like a party, engagement party. Your family and friends are there mm-hmm. to say, oh my God. You will, okay. So mm-hmm. now we know how Sydney. <laughs> For me, because the wedding will be what I want it to be. You're not as I'm going to let you particular. have that proposal, brother, because you. you ain't going to get nothing in that wedding. No, let me stop. <laughs> she okay. joking.
0: She hopes to not be joking. She I, would love if you ain't care. Honestly. <laughs> but she not inconsiderate, so if you did care, she would have to consideration. consider consideration. But I'd rather not have to consider you. Exactly. Here's the
1: thing. I'm fair. Food, of course. Mm-hmm. We both gotta eat. Music, of course. Yeah, yeah. Budget, of course. Mm-hmm. Those are the things that you get consideration <laughs> on, and you should. Mm-hmm. Outside of that, I would prefer you not to care. Like, you know what? Take that back. Another thing the way you do your opinion matters is the venue. I'm not going to sit up. I like Mm -hmm. you. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So I feel like those are good. I'm not completely casting the dude out. You get considered. Obviously, you have a say on the food and the cake, Mm -hmm. the venue, the budget and music. I think that is. I think that's reasonable. No. Yeah. Now. On the color scheme, flowers, decor, I would hope you don't give a damn. Mm. Please don't
0: ruin it for me. But on the proposal Are you, can, you, babe? You can be in your pajamas, you don't care. If you make it special. <laughs> now look,
1: here's here's what I would here's what I would like. Obviously I want you to put some effort in. I don't want we to be like we watching the office and you say, Hey, marry me. <laughs> I want it to be special, but I want it to be what you feel is special. Like, mm-hmm. but if you know me, you know not to propose to me while in pajamas. Like, <laughs> so it goes back. To, but here's the thing that like, hopefully when it comes down to you proposing to your person, you know, one them. would hope you would know enough about them and mm-hmm. their style to know how to do it. Let's just call it, a, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So if a guy is dating me, he knows he would know that I would want it to be special. I mm. want there to be some romance behind it. And if you really want me to bust it down, have a photographer hiding in a bush
0: somewhere so we can capture the moment. Mm. If you really, I you love that, If too. you really want me project to project the whole proposal at the venue that all my family are waiting at. That would be real cute.
1: Brother, it sounds like you're going to talk to me.
0: It <laughs> sounds like I'm going to have to help you because she's talking about live
1: streaming shit. Sound sounds like you're going to need my help. And yeah, I don't even, I don't like planning friends parties. She my bestie, and I will, so sound like you gonna need me for that. Why? That seems She's She talking easy. about pro- projected live streaming the proposal. Girl, that's a flashy proposal. <laughs> that is very flashy, Sydney. Not only it's this special moment, it's a party. It's getting AV connected and Wi-Fi and shit so they can see
0: it. Like, that's a lot. As a Event planner. (laughs) That's a a little, that's special. It's just a a suggestion. It's not a requirement. (laughs) But you know, the funny thing is, y'all know, I don't care about the wedding. I don't want to plan it. I just want to make sure it's stuff that I can eat, of course. The rest I don't care about. Because I can go to the courthouse for all I can. I care about it all. But a person dating me would already
1: know that. First mm-hmm. of all, my friends would know that just based off of how I do my own functions. I think any person knows I'm particular. Mm-hmm. So I feel like if someone was dating me and so they was really around me, they would know I'm particular on, like, stuff like that. Because so I just pro- am.
0: So professing for us is similar, but just, I guess, different times.
1: I think yeah, so. Yeah, that we want
0: it. Right. Yeah. I think who doesn't want to feel special? And
1: I think that goes both ways for, and, and, and I'm talking about, like, you know, Cisgender and her sexual relationships. It goes both ways. There are mm-hmm. ways for us to to make our men feel special.
0: Oh, yeah. I mean, I do that. I just... Weekly.
1: I'm telling y'all. <laughs> it's, it's crazy how you're not wiped up. I literally... Did I not say that before we even recorded? You're talking about something different. I'm like, hmm.
0: I like coming, to make sure you Sydney always know through. that she's special.
1: Sydney be coming through on that. Yeah. She can... I don't make him feel especially. As as <laughs> I
0: could probably learn from you. <laughs> I, I like to on the she, regular basis. She, you know that you. She special, goes over and beyond. And I'm showing you how you are. <laughs> <laughs> what? I'm sorry. And so it's like me wanting the few grand gestures. Like you helicopter. Equal Yes, a weekly.
1: Hey. <laughs> Let's talk about it. But this is what I'm going to say about it, and I, I really believe, and I believe this for most women. Mm-hmm. When she is loved properly, mm-hmm. you get everything ten times over. Yeah, like yeah. especially if we want to talk money. Mm-hmm. Do I think sometimes a, too much? But you know, yeah, in the past, yeah. but you've learned, <laughs> and we learn, and right? that's all that matters. But I feel like and come out better. So. Okay, <laughs> How about it. Let's talk about it. <laughs> But I feel like when a woman is loved properly, you will get it back tenfold in so many different ways. And so, like, you know, sometimes if we're going into more traditional sense of courting, where maybe the man is spending more money in the beginning, like, you will get that back and then some Mm -hmm. overall over time. I think that's the me. If you act right.
0: (laughs) When I'm, like, dating somebody, I just thought, oh, yeah, I just saw this, so I bought it.
1: I'm telling y'all, Sydney, cause she look like I said I don't know You'd be why.
0: Like, oh, I thought it would be something that you like. I don't
1: or know why. Like,
0: you you said you had a sweet tooth, so <laughs> I here's just a, wanted to make here's sure. A cake I said, and ice cream,
1: right. Here's the thing, y'all. I don't know why she not wiped up. Um, not saying I'm not as nice, but I'm not. <laughs> Here's this is what I'm saying. Like you was
0: talking about how your shoes was messed up, so I bought you some new ones. I you bought know. you those new three hundred dollars Jordans. Right, like on a regular Wednesday.
1: That's Sydney.
0: <laughs> That's on me. That is her.
1: Like I'm dead ass. Here's the thing. It takes longer for me to be like that, mm-hmm. and I need a certain level of consistency before I let it all out. I'm mm-hmm. like a uh, what we say I was a jelly bean. Like I'm oh yes. Was, yes, So for me. I'm capable of that, but mm-hmm.
0: it takes longer for me to you get. You gotta let it soak in your mouth for it to get soft. I don't really like where you went there, <laughs> but okay. I don't really like that, but all
1: right. For me, because here's the thing: I am, um, I do have a hard exterior, mm-hmm. but I am an extremely sensitive person, mm-hmm. like a lot of people with hard exteriors. Mm-hmm. I find. Oh yeah, yeah! Yeah. I have, I'm extremely sensitive and I'm extremely emotional. And even now, with doing the work I've done over the years, I'm even more now. Mm-hmm. So I'm really protective of that. And so when I'm dating someone, it does take... Maybe a guy may feel like he invested more up because mm-hmm. he probably is. Mm-hmm. But it does take me a minute to feel comfortable to let that part of me show. Mm-hmm. But once it's there, I'm there. Mm-hmm. And I would do anything for my partner. Mm-hmm. Anything. Mm-hmm. But I have to trust that I can show my full self in that way and not feel taken advantage of and not feel, you know... Because look, love, love anyway is a being in a vulnerable place and that's already tough for me and I admit that but it takes a certain level of consistency from the guy mm-hmm. for me to get to that space mm-hmm. but once I'm there I'm there mm-hmm. and I'll do I'll do whatever for my person and I mm-hmm. will have a problem with it I'll happily do it right. but I need that consistency so like when you're dating me I'm not mean, and Mm -hmm. you know, you ain't going to get nothing from me, but like, you ain't getting that. Like, it takes me a minute. We got to kind of be locked in with each other before I like show all that. And maybe Mm -hmm. because of my past and me being hurt, it'll take God a little bit, a little bit longer to get there with me. Mm -hmm. I don't know. It's true. I ain't going to lie. Right. But it's just who I am. And maybe I'm too protective of myself, but I just feel like I have to be.
0: Yeah, I get it. So at the end of the day we do require our future partners to protect, profess and provide. It just looks a little different from what some people think those three things mean. And for, you know, most instances that we spoke of, we are doing the same thing back. I think the only things we spoke of that we not necessarily doing back is like the whole walking on the side of the street like we not necessarily <laughs> doing that back. But for all the other you know, examples that we spoke about, those are things that we're reciprocating as well. It's not like we're asking for something that we are not also um, giving to them in turn. So we can say that we require protecting, professing, and providing. Just ain't, you know, the old school ways. Guys, let us know how you define them, if you kind of are the more old-fashioned version of what those three things mean. If you kind of on our page, let us know. we be more than happy to have the conversation with you all. Always keep up with us on social media, Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. And as always, this is Good Girls Behaving Badly, bringing you the good and the bad of every week.